It's time for another episode of Rotten Mornings. The best way to start your mornings off rotten. Hi. Oh. <clears throat> Guys, welcome to another episode of Rotten Mornings Podcast. Welcome. I'm Scott. I'm Matt. I'm Graham. And Brandy and Daniel are here. They're just, they're Daniel's somewhere, and Brandy will be back in a sec. Okay. <clears throat> so we got a, a whole gaggle of people here. Yeah, will. Soon will. <sighs> Fantastic. Well, um, you want to just go ahead and dive right in? Yeah, let's dive right in. Let's dive do right it. on in. What? did we see today well we had a, a pretty good podcast yesterday yeah it was great i i liked it what rather enjoyable what did we talk about i don't fucking know i don't pay any i don't watch these things the tooth fairy we talked about the tooth fairy no we talked about the tooth fairy yeah oh, okay did we talk about the part where the tooth fairy um nope just blanking <laughs> yeah, when the tooth fairy sexually assaulted you in the restrooms. Yeah, we talked about that. God. Poor yeah. Scott. Poor it, little Scotty boy. It's a it's a joke that always gets old. It um, always gets old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we did have the episode of the podcast, and then we had, let's see, uh, Ravage Power Hour. Yes. Uh, wait, we had some. Af- yeah, I think that was the first thing. Yeah, Ravage. Yes. Yep, and uh, another roller coaster. Yes, another roller coaster. <laughs> What's that? I said yes, another roller coaster. Roller yep. coaster! Woo! That was fun. Um, is that the last episode of those? Uh yes, that will be the last episode of those. Oh man, we are we are wrapping up seasons and. Uh, <sighs> coming to the end of these series i mean it's a very special time around here it is yeah wild look 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 at the thing that look at the thing that we made and then came to fruition and then finished yeah i know it's awesome well technically we only kind of worked on it we didn't actually make it so much yeah and when you say we, it was more you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. And nothing. Yeah. I, I offered a word of uh, encouragement at some point, probably. Yeah, I distinctly remember something like that happening, possibly. Yeah, totally made that up. Uh, <laughs> Podcast. Podcast! Okay. Well, now everyone in the tri-state area knows. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. They probably are traumatized because they probably heard you screaming that last night. Correct. Correct. Yeah. <clears throat> and for some reason, when I said it, that made it, made it weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who was that? That's Urza. Poor Urza wants to have the podcast. dog. Why was Urza's? Bark so deep. Oh, I thought it was Daniel. Uh, Daniel's in there. Oh, oh, oh. 
What's fun about that series? Is that the last one of that? Say again. Is that the last of that series? That is the last of that series. It is. Wow, series finale, or season finale, anyway. Season, yes, yeah, season finale. Um, what's neat about that is uh, Jess has no idea what that's going to look like. No, she did not have any idea what that was going to look like. That's fun. <sighs> Oh man, so many good things this this uh, October. Then we had after that we had um, the newest episode of Rotten Strips, twenty seven, almost there. Almost there. Oh man, four more episodes. Four more episodes. What'd you think about that last episode? It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it was awesome. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, Scott's a piece of shit. Scott's a piece of shit. Scott's a piece of shit. Scott sucks penis. He sucks penis. Cool. I'm glad you guys all got your your gentle jabs in. There's Scott. Hold on, we're not there yet. We were talking about what we saw and what we will see. Oh, good. At the A-Trucks. Uh, we also did a live uh, going to Aatrox last night. Yeah. yeah. I'm a buddy. I got to see some of that live. Um, and like, <clears throat> I, you know, we, we talk about that a lot. Aatrox is our is our local um, museum style haunt. It's the only yeah, one that's uh, style. Don't know why that place isn't just open year round, like charging people to walk through by themselves without actors. Yeah. Um, suggestion, suggestion for them. <clears throat> so, but we don't have anything else that, that is like that, you know? Um, That's true. I mean, there's a lot of, their, their uh, scenery is over the top, man. She can do the face too. It um, is. Um, Graham, had you been there before? Been where? I missed uh, a truck. That's later. fine. That's fine. We're doing a podcast. Hey, Daniel, uh, what'd you think about the haunt? I, I was talking, Scott. Let me uh, finish. I thought it was. Okay, Daniel. I've been to Scott. Cool. So, what do we have after that? Uh, oh, God. I don't know. We did another one. I don't know. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, Daniel, what did you think about yeah, Aatrox? Daniel, what do you think? Pretty much what they're talking about with the animatronics and stuff. I mean, I would love to see more speaking rules, roles, and haunts, mm. like actual actors and shit, not just Rah! you know. I mean, that's great and all for filler, but aesthetically, the place was amazing. I love the alien room the best. Man, oh, they got the this alien new alien room. room. Man, it is so badass. I love that room. They had nice. a still walker on there that was done up like a vampire. Uh, like a vampire from, Yeah, from like uh, Bram Stoker's, the way he looked mm-hmm. when he was half vampire. 
half vampire bat. Almost like the man bat from Batman. Yeah, it did look like man bat from Batman. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Overall, that cool. It felt like an amusement park, almost. Yeah. And it was too corporate, yeah. in my opinion. All the well, rules posted everywhere, which I know is liability and blah, blah, blah and shit. Well, I mean, you know, um, there like it's just a different, it's a different haunt than than some of our, some of our haunts that we're at more regularly, um, and and it is, you know, it's its own thing, and and I've always been, um, I've always liked that it was its own thing, but yeah, there's there's, I still think everyone should go to that haunt. I mean, it's an amazing haunt. Yeah, um, you're not gonna see scenes like that in any other haunt around here. No, dude, seriously. Uh, <coughs> movie, like you're walking into a movie scene. Almost. It is definitely like movie scenes. That, like their sets are completely from top to bottom finished looks. Yeah, that, I think that um, I was trying to think if there's anything that's that's like that. But like, oh, we have a lot of haunts that we go to that will have a room that is that is a complete and perfect thing. And yeah. um, this one is they. I think they they try to do every single room and and. But their alien section was so fucking amazing. Like it, it's like you walked into a completely different place. I love the uh, furnace setup too. Yeah, you walk in and there's you know all the dripping, the water dripping on you. And yeah, that was really cool. That was. I didn't expect that. They had water dripping on you. Yeah, yes. and actually, lots of places. Oh well, they had a leak. That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> they had like a, well, can- like a like a cannibal room and a mad laboratory type room. And all those rooms were good, and they were all sussed out. But man, I tell you what, that yeah, alien what? section was fucking amazing. Well, what was, it was like the- a mixture they- between Dead Space yeah. and the thing. Yeah, it the was one hundred percent. Yeah, with the lights. What was that from? That was- said- it reminded me of a Disney movie called The Black Hole. Because it was like heavy on their reds and it had those kind of streaming laser lights at one point. Uh, but like part of it reminded me of Disney's The Black Hole. I've never seen anything like it. I uh, I just did a quick uh, little web search for The Black Hole and I'm traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> Is it anything like Blue Waffle? I gotta see. Uh, no. Black Hole. I, I, I don't what? remember Disney's Blue Waffle, but I'll look that up here shortly. Disney's Blue oh Waffle. Yes, look up Disney's Blue Waffle. <laughs> they still have that western. I'm sure. I'm sure they can find it. Yeah. Oh my god! It looks like it was a silly symphony. <laughs> Blue explosion. Cool. So it sounds like you guys had a great night. It would have been better if it you was. Were there. It was super fun. I do wish there was more actors as well instead yes. of just animatronics, but it was good. What they had was really good. Well, I'll say this about actors at haunts on a Wednesday night. It's, it's hard yeah, to on do. a Wednesday night. Yes. Exactly. Okay. But let's, let's, let's say this though. The seven o'clock tickets were already sold out. We had to get seven thirty tickets. So, I mean, they're they selling do. out. So. They're doing great. Yeah. I mean that, but that's not like, that's, not going to change that like it's hard to get actors on a friday night wednesday yep. night is um a different kind of set up like a little mini con like they had like actors from from movies and stuff i guess that show up every once in a while yeah uh kane hodder has been out there several times really yeah i would i would go to that one 
Oh, oh, really? I would. Um, well, you did. No, with Kane Hunter was there. Well, yeah, well, I'd, I'd go out. Oh, and did you guys Hunter. not see him? He was there. Oh, he was there. We missed him. Yeah. No, I didn't see anybody no, there sitting no there. There's nobody there but a sign. So it's a shame that uh, that you went there. And... Adrian Barbosa. Uh, strangers with candy, pray something or other. Strangers, <laughs> strangers stalk at night. Or hey, something. speaking of that, isn't um, doesn't Nightmare have some people that's going to be there this weekend? Uh, yeah, they actually had Ari something another Ari Layman. Yeah, yeah, I know they had they had Ari, but uh, and and he's going to be playing this weekend or something, right? He played on uh, last night. Oh, okay. I was thinking somebody from like Sleepaway Camp or somebody was going to be there this weekend. Maybe I know they had another guest. I don't remember what it was. That's cool. And then they had like a. It was the big like six metal bands. Was that last night? That's on. That's on. So you're getting this mixed up. What you're saying was this weekend was last night. What you're saying was. Yeah. The six metal bands is this weekend. Podcast. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um. Anyway, there's really fun stuff coming up. <clears throat> um. Cool. Well, that sounds like a a really good time. I'm glad that uh, Graham and and Daniel got to see a haunt that they haven't seen before, and get to see Alabama's you know kind of signature museum haunt. We talk about this all the time: how uh, haunts fall into different categories, and like that's definitely. Uh, uh, in a class of its own, uh, and I think there's there's several like um, that are just kind of unique things, you know. It was. It right. was unique. <clears throat> cool. Did y'all do anything else there? Uh, uh, Daniel peed. Daniel peed there. Okay. I got scared. So scared. The animatronic. How was the bathrooms, by the way? Didn't you say something? I can't remember. Um. Yes, it was a porter john with no light. Porter to no light now. No light in the porter john. Well, that sucked. Uh, you went to the Pooh Village. Yes, the Pooh Village. Uh, hey, Matt, because you've been there before, I kind of wanted to ask you: Did they have the? There was a. At once upon a time, there was a giant open space, and there was a house built in that open space. That's still there. Oh my god, I love that so much. Honestly, like they've got a fence up there, and that's one of the one times that like I actually got a little terrified because they had an animatronic that sits on a rocking chair on the porch. Is that when you jump? Yes. (laughs) And the thing like sits up like a regular moving animatronic, but then it had a piston that shot it forward and rammed right into the fence, like a good 10 feet away, and it it like Kind of terrified me. I didn't know what the hell was going on. It had like the the scissor framing on the back. Yeah. What what do you call something like like an, uh, accordion, like an accordion style where it was like Rick, like the oh. old punching glove. It was uh, like gun. what? Rick. Horick. I thought you said. Well, some of the actors had those things. That's though. awesome. Yeah, it it actually is really cool because it was like literally slamming into the fence, like wham, wham. It was, it was pretty yeah. cool. Um, and so the other thing that. Uh, so my like favorite memories of of Aatrox, I know we're talking about Aatrox when we're not supposed to be, but like um, that room always stood out, and that was also the first haunt where 
an 18 wheeler slammed into a chain link fence and got me. Yeah. That was the first time I ever saw that. And they had like a big zombie that was driving it and it was unexpected and the horn and the lights and it was a great scare. Yeah. That one, uh, I think the first time I saw that was back in uh, uh, the slaughterhouse in Tennessee back in the 90s. Oh, hell yeah. <clears throat> cool. Uh, all right. So let's talk about what's coming up today because, you know, we've killed enough time. Yep. Uh, today we have. Um, well, the I podcast? just uploaded the behind the, the scenes. Tommy Voorhees show. Yeah. We'll be discontinued. <laughs> we've got uh, a behind the scenes. I know that. Uh, we've got an episode of the podcast. We've got an episode of the podcast. Yep. I've got another review. It's from Haunts for Heroes. Oh, nice. Yeah. I might have another review from Insanitarium, maybe. Okay. But I'm, I'm working on that stuff now, so I don't know. Insanitarium. Yeah. Well, be prepared to take a shot. Oh uh, no, I'm good. You the one you you're the one that keeps fucking it up now. I'm killing it. Yeah. You are. I am. It's dead. But, oh oh dear. <clears throat> okay. Oh dear. Uh and then we might have an episode of strips. Uh is there a darker stories? Oh my god. I mean there should be. I don't even know what day. Oh, it's Wednesday. It's Thursday. What day? Thursday. Friday. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that today is my last day out of state. But I don't know. But hopefully. Uh, Which will seriously impact the strip schedule. But we'll see what happens. Um, Cool. So it sounds like we got some stuff coming up today. We had some cool stuff yesterday. Guys, this is, uh, are we on, let's say, the 28th? The 28th. Holy crap, dude. We got four more days. I know, right? Four more episodes of this. Four more things to do. Halloween, Halloween. Wait, it's the 28th. So we've got the 29th, the 30th, and 31st. We only have three more episodes of the podcast. Four. No, wait, you're right, because it would be Friday, wow. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, four more we're, episodes. We're extending this. We're not. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, well, anyway, guys, uh, hopefully you guys will look for our spinoff, The Tommy Show. <laughs> Morning Tommies. Yeah. A lot of sound effects. It's just sound effects. <laughs> It's like, beep up, Scott is doing wiener suck. <laughs> He's what? doing wiener suck? What? It's just whatever. It doesn't matter. It'll be a lot of like sound effects, like that wind sound effect that's like, bow, bow, bow. Oh, yeah, that's cool. And then like the sound of like breaking bones. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have to entertain. We don't owe you guys entertainment. We do this for us. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay. Anyways. Cool. I guess we need to we need to take a break and we gotta take a break, bow bow bow. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, just a quick five-minute review of uh, Hellbilly Hollow. Uh, now, uh, Hellbilly Hollow has completely changed their haunt this year. It has uh, been redesigned as a prison setup, and I think what they have done to the flow of the house, the colors from room to room, the size of the rooms that they've kind of changed the perspective of everything – that it's probably single-handedly one of the most fun. It feels like a fun house, and it is the most fun one of the haunts I've been into. That's awesome. So if you've been to Hillbilly Hollow before, uh, in years past, you're going to get a different experience this time. A very different experience. And they have, I would easily say, some of the best actors in the business right now. Yeah. <clears throat> Hellbilly Hollow has multiple attractions there as well. They do. The house is just one of them. They also have the cornfield, which is super, super fun. I'm not the biggest fan of just like cornfields alone, but again, like the jokes in there, as well as the scares, the fact that, you know, you've got like guards, armed guards watching you and you feel like you're sneaking away from prison. Like it all feels very thematic to what's going on. So it sticks with the storyline. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, they also have a hayride. They do. And the hayride, it's not as much to the storyline. Uh, they've kind of got scenes set up there in different areas. And I, I don't know. I think, like, there's still a little bit of gelling that needs to be done. But I think that, like, it is so cool when you, are, like, pull up and it's like, boom, there's this great scene with just craziness. And then there's these people that are doing like kind of lines and then there, you know, there's people jumping on the trailer. It, it's got all your tropes of a good uh, trail ride, basically. That's awesome. So this is in Vincent, Alabama. Yes. in Vincent, Alabama run by uh, a one-eyed pirate by the name of Tim Miller. He's missing a foot too. He's missing a foot and an eye. Yes, he's he's like basically a pirate, but he sells cheese, not seas. Um, Pirates sell seas. Tim <laughs> sells cheese. That's fair. So uh, while you're out at Hellbilly Hollow, they've got uh, food. They got concessions. They have occasionally they'll have the band boosters out there. That's normally on Saturday nights, and they do like you know funnel cakes and Oreos. But they have, they'll normally have a food truck uh, nightly that does different foods and they swap out throughout the season. They also have a dunking booth, but I'm not sure they're putting it to use in, as it gets colder outside. Uh, that's awesome. That's the, the, the dunk tank there and the, the tank at the other haunt. That's two tanks in haunts this year. That's awesome. Yep. Um, so uh, you could buy tickets there. Yes, you have to buy tickets on site. Uh, you can use a credit card or cash. They don't have any online ticket sales as of right yet. Uh, but most of the, you know, most of the stuff out there is easily accessible with card or cash. And a lot of the haunts, you know, you have to go to. You have to have cash on you. Even uh, even with Atrox, we ran into that problem. Do you have to pay for parking? Uh, no, we did not have to pay for parking, and there is ample parking. Oh, that's awesome. 
Cool, cool. So it sounds like if you've been to to Hillbilly Hollow in the past, uh, you know that they put on a, just a great haunt every year. And this year, with the change to the prison theme, there's just a, a whole new experience that's just a lot of fun for everybody. Also, when you talk about Hellbilly Hollow, you can't help but give a shout out to Singletree Lane that does all their fabrication and does a ton of their mask and just does amazing original work. Like you're going to see stuff in Hellbilly Hollow that does not exist anywhere else because of her fabrication and because of her like amazing mask making skills. Yeah. And we're actually, uh, uh, Rotten is going to be at Hellbilly Hollow coming up. <laughs> yes, we will be there on Saturday night this weekend. <clears throat> yeah guys so if you haven't been uh or if you just want to come and and go through it again and hang out with the rotten crew we're there saturday night that's right guys saturday night hellbilly hollow vincent alabama come take the drive it is worth the drive i didn't how, have something cliche to say there how much is the uh tickets 25 dollars for all three attractions unless the dcc are there and then it's like a button that's awesome yeah, and here's another five-minute review of the Territorium. That's right. The Territorium in Oxford, Alabama, uh, they put on such an amazing show. Like, right off the bat, when you pull up there, it looks like a carnival. It looks like you have pulled into a fair, basically. Uh, you smell funnel cake. You smell food cooking. You hear, like, these machines going, and you hear screams. Like, just pulling up in the parking lot is an experience unto itself. Yeah, pulling up into the parking lot, you see a giant merry-go-round that's like... Ferris wheel. Why do you keep calling this merry-go-round? Yep, it is a Ferris wheel. (laughs) Uh, So, they have uh, carnival games. They have carnival rides. Carnival (laughs) rides. They have a bullet there this year, which I have not gone on, nor do I plan to. (laughs) Well, it looks terrifying, and everyone who wrote it looked like they had a blast. Yes, they look like they passed out. <laughs> oh, certainly. But it fun. looks terrifying. If you want to do something that is quite possibly terrifying, go ride the bullet at Territorium. So that's the outside. Now, the inside of the Territorium is just a charm. Uh, the first thing, which is the dark ride, uh, was actually taken from, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Coney Island. I'll say that again. Miracle. Miracle, excuse me, Miracle City Beach and was restored here in Alabama at the Territorium. And it is a classic dark ride. It, it is that, and it has that, like, it's so nice because it has that beach dark ride feel. That yes. boardwalk feel. Yeah. Uh, and it's just so that's so much fun being able to go on a dark ride in Alabama because I don't know person I mean I'm sure there's a few more uh, almost the museum you drive through is a dark ride but not anything like mechanized like haunts here in the states so that's awesome dark rides have kind of been uh, relegated to just the the one trailer dark rides that you'll find at like fairs, state fairs. Yes. Yep. Uh, so this is a full. Is cool. But then you go over to the other side, which is the house, and it is like 
again, their sets are so cool. They have such iconic sets that I love. I really love the pit room. Uh, I love the way the floors move like old school fun houses. Uh, there's just so much old school fun house feel to the way that haunt moves as well. Yeah, we talk a lot about uh, haunts and how there's different kind of haunts. This is the vintage haunt. This is yes. that that great like 50s, uh, 60s kind of haunt. You walk into that haunted house through a giant coffin-shaped door. Yep. <clears throat> there's, there's a lot to really enjoy inside the haunt. And every time that we go... It seems like the actors there are having an absolute blast. Yes, it does. Though that place always reminds me of movies like like Ghoulies, Ghoulies Two, uh, one of the Critters, uh, Cat, uh, what's the name of it? Fun House, dude. It's so reminiscent of those old eighties movies. Yeah, I could I could see definitely where you uh, you would make that connection. Um, now. I, Outside, there's also um, some sort of tour. Yes, they have the carriage tour, which apparently they take you through uh, like paranormal things all through Oxford, which apparently has a rich history of paranormal. That that sounds like a, a an experience that you're not going to get at any other haunt. Yeah, I I agree. It's it quite fun ghost tours, man. So, guys, this is a this is a great. A vintage style haunt, a beautiful midway. There's a couple of things or several things for people to do. There's photo opportunities. Yep. It's just a big party out there, it feels like. It, it is. It, it feels like uh, one of the most funs that you can have in Oxford, Alabama. And, uh, and I'll tell you what, the guy who runs that place puts his heart into that place. That is like his baby. Absolutely. And it totally shows. Guys, if you get a chance, go out. And, and and check this place out. Check out the Territorium, Oxford, Alabama. And we're back. Sorry, and we're back. That was great. That's okay. Yes! <laughs> oh, wow. Brandon said podcast, too. Yes. <clears throat> cool. Well, um, I guess we're here in the supernatural section, huh? Yeah, we are. Brandy is here for the supernatural section, yeah. and we'll be talking about the Wendigo. Woohoo! Wendigo, you said. Wendigo, Wendigo, Wendigo. I've even heard Wendigo. Are you there? Can you hear us? Yes. Um, just you guys keep talking. I'm checking sound. Are we good? So I heard some metal, but um, it's not going to be worse than any other podcast. Well, yeah, that's true. If you hear some metal, yeah, yeah, a little bit of metal, little like that. Boo, boo, boo. Okay, so um, I I guess we're talking about the Windango. 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 <laughs> Dingoes. Uh, I've always said Wendigo, but um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's several pronunciations that are wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. I I have heard this <laughs> pronounced in several different ways, honestly. 
Yeah, so that's what we're we're talking about today. I know that you guys probably were listening to the podcast yesterday going, I hope this ends, and uh, ex- expected this today. So you guys are all excited for us to talk about the Wendongo. Wendongo. Wendongo, uh, just send in, send in pictures to enter the contest, and you can win a dongo. Okay, no, not ever. What? Well, who's whose dongo would you like to win? No, nobody's. I don't yeah. think I want to add a dongo to my collection of things. So the Wendigo is a mythological creature of evil or evil spirit, which originated from the folklore of first nations based in and around the East Coast forests of Canada the Great Plains regions of the United States, and the Great Lakes regions of the United States and Canada. Grouped in modern ethnology as speakers of Algonquian Algonquian family languages. The Wendigo is often said to be a malevolent spirit, sometimes depicted as a creature with human-like characteristics which possesses human beings. The Wendigo is known to invoke the feelings of insatiable greed or hunger, the desire to cannibalize other humans, as well as the propensity to commit murder in those that fall under its influence. Yeah, all of those things. Um, <clears throat> so it's it's kind of changed the Wendigo from like its original like descriptions because in the original descriptions it was a giant humanoid. Uh, which was like a Bigfoot. Well, well in, in some original descriptions, I wouldn't necessarily say it's changed. It's been, it's had different names in many cultures and different yeah. stories surrounding it. Yeah. Um, wasn't, guys, you all may remember, wasn't there a Mila Jovovich film that dealt with the Wendigo? Uh, I, mm. You remember I'm not, it was like a found footage film and there was like owls and it was like uh, spirits were trying to possess them or I don't even know that she was in it. I think she was just in the like trailers like, hey, this is a documentary about a weird, strange thing that happened in the snow. Yeah, maybe that does sound sort of familiar. I mean, there's a lot of movies called Wendigo and the Wendigo. Yeah. This wasn't that though. This was This was called something... Like I don't think it. I don't even know if it said the Wendigo in its name. It was just a an evil spirit, which was you know kind of the same thing as the Wendigo. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think no the found footage movie. I remember uh, Mila Jovovich being in as the alien one. The fourth kind. Nah, is it called the fourth kind? Yeah, and I think that that was not uh, was that alien or oh shit, I thought it had to deal with like spirits too. No, it was aliens. There was like a giant alien ship over her house at it one point, and it took oh, her kid. Okay. That was when like the interview and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was about like ancient Sumerian something or other. Yeah. Huh. Like, they were, uh-huh. like her husband or something was like really into ancient Samaria. I thought she killed a kid. Was this in like Nome, Alaska? Maybe. Because the I one I'm talking about. Of movies mixed up here. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. 
Yeah, this one was in Nome, Alaska, and Rotten Tomatoes rates it an 18%. It probably was set in Alaska. Huh. Anyway, um, there's lots of films that have the Wendigo in it. Uh, The one we referenced yesterday was Ravenous. Yes, Ravenous was all about the idea of the cannibalism leading to becoming a Wendigo or an evil spirit that craves more human flesh. Yeah, it's kind of a the trade-off. So the um the thing that you're getting is if you eat the flesh of someone else, then you get their strength and their spirit. But uh that's all like uh, like you know the the old adage of the pack with the devil, you're going to get, you know, the bad side effect is that like it will drive you crazy because it's actually an evil spirit that's giving you the power. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just a thing that you're doing yourself. Yeah, I thought the fourth con was about aliens. That's weird. I thought so too. I mean, it says here there are four cons of alien encounters. The fourth con is abduction. That's why the that's why it's called the fourth con. Uh, no, uh, I have no problem being wrong. But I think there was another Wendigo movie, but I don't know if it had anything to do with Mila Jovovich. But this is like a a true story of a cover up. Oh. Was the is the Wendigo not an alien? No, it's a creature. Why would it hand Danny Glover the gun? Because that's Cause predator. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true. It says the Wendigo is part of a traditional belief systems of a number of Algonquian speaking peoples, including the old or whatever, the whatever, the Cree. And the whatever, and the whatever. The Ojibwe is where the English word Wendigo actually comes from. But there were there were several different Native American uh, tribes that had different stories for this. And, like, they were similar in pronunciation and spelling, but they were still very different. Like, you have... Uh, like, the source of the English word did really come from the Ojibwe word, which was... Windigo. Uh and in the Cree it was Witticow. Um you've also got Wetico and Windigo and Windago and Windgo and Windgo and Windago and Windiga. Like there's so many different pronunciations of this. Um but they we have come to term all of them under Windigo, Windigo, or Windago, depending on how you choose to pronounce it. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, off the off the kind of beaten path here, but was there a Wendigo in Fallout seventy six? Yes. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. I actually looked up cryptids from Fallout seventy six to make the suggestions I I'd made the other night because yes. Fallout seventy six isn't good but it has a lot of good cryptids for monsters in it, and they're very well, like, off of the mythos of the cryptids. Um, so, it says here that also the Wendigo was um, in a story that inspired the character in Pet Cemetery. Hmm. What? what? Yeah, okay. I'm trying... I don't know. It says it's a personification of evil, a ugly green creature with yellow-green eyes, Ears replaced by ram's horns, white vapor coming from its nostrils, and pointed, decaying yellow tongue. 
What in the hell was that in Pet Cemetery? Well, I don't know. <laughs> My, maybe it was from the novel that was left out of the movie. Oh, no, no, no. I see what you're saying. There was this one book that used a demonizing rhetoric about the Wendigo, which that in turn inspired some different portrayals in other horror fiction. Yeah, but what in Pet Cemetery? <clears throat> I don't know. Well, I did find this one description that I found interesting from an actual Ojibwe teacher in Canada. Um, the Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation, its desiccated skin pulled tautly over its bones. With its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets, the Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently <laughs> disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody. Its body was unclean and suffering from separations of the flesh giving off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. Well, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> um, and might I also add gross. Yes. <clears throat> That's fair. So um, <clears throat> this is a really neat thing because like there's, there's versions of it where it's a thing that you see. There's versions of it where it's like a spirit <coughs> that just possesses you. <coughs> and, and like it all kind of thing. There's actually, um, it's talking about, there's actual uh, psychological syndrome called the Wendigo psychosis. Yes. Oh, um, fucking shit, man. Um, there's a horror movie that's on Netflix that has like what I personally think is a great rendition of a Wendigo and it was called the retreat. Okay. And it only kind of shows it toward the end, but it's this kind of like weird looking deer with like human features. I don't know. It's so fucking badass looking. It only shows it for like a very little bit of time, but that movie huh. is a recommend. That's a good movie. Uh, I'll have to check that one out. <clears throat> um, in the so with the the Wendigo psychosis, it's like people uh, are like it, possessed by the Wendigo, and and that's one of the things that leads to cannibalism. We were talking about that with ravenous, but it got me thinking. Like, there's a lot of times where you would have throughout history parties that would go get lost in the woods. Uh, Donner Party is a great example of it. Uh, Alfred Packer, who we covered in season one, is a great example of it. But there's always like one guy who who is uh, eventually responsible for all of the murders and eats the dead bodies uh, either during the killing or after the killing. Damn it, uh, it's um, not The Retreat. Now I don't know what the hell the name of the movie was. It's not The Retreat. It's not The Fourth Gun. Is it, is it The Retreat I mean, the one with, uh, with Kevin? Know. Wasn't there a movie called One Day Ago? The Retreat's a different film. It's actually about a Wendigo also, but it was this movie where these four friends yeah. are, like, are like going out to this woods where they used to live before, and then there's fucking this cult out there. And... It's like an annual trip or something. Oh, man, I can't remember what it was called. 
at the all I remember is at the end of it, there's this giant deer creature that has a human upper torso like for its mouth, and it eats one of the friends. And like the city yes. is burning around it, and I it remember just walks what you're talking about, but it. I can't remember the name of it. But it wasn't the retreat, dude. I think you that wasn't recent, right? Yes, very recent on Netflix. Oh, okay. I was thinking there was something that you had showed me that was like a badass thing like that, but I don't remember what it was. I think I was thinking it was, it was at least a year or maybe even two old. But yeah, it, I think that's a great rendition of it if I could remember the name of it. Yeah. So, um, besides the like possessing someone, and besides the visual of it, is there another depiction or is there another form that the Wendigo takes? The ritual is what the name of the movie yeah, is. Yeah, that was it. Sorry. No, it's okay. Well, okay, so there are some stories that call it just a giant with a heart of ice, sometimes thought to be entirely made of ice. Its body is skeletal and deformed with missing lips and toes. Um, Now, the Ojibwa described it more as a large creature as tall as a tree with a lipless mouth and jagged teeth. Its breath was a strange hiss, its footprints full of blood, and it ate any man, woman, or child who ventured into its territory, and those were the lucky ones. Sometimes the Wendigo chose to possess a person instead, and then the luckless individual became a Wendigo himself, hunting down those he had once loved and feasting upon their flesh. Yeah, well, actually, uh, werewolves are, the, some people say that the story of werewolves come from the same root as this thing. Really? Huh. Yeah, uh, that's that's a pretty common um, thing because you got to realize that like werewolves have similar traits. Like you're possessed by a thing, right? So, right. Um, and then there's Something the cannibalism, you don't have control over, right? And the cannibalism aspects of it for sure. Yeah, uh, and then uh, the other part of the werewolves is that like a, a very common depiction of werewolves is that they're taller than people. And like hairy and gross. Yeah, hairy and gross. Yeah. Tall. Yeah. Sounds Ugh. like a bear. Stop talking about me. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Your feelings too. Yeah, see, like that looks like what this ended up look. I'm sorry, keep going, Scott. Oh, okay. Uh, it, so apparently there's a, another creature called the Wichuj, which is a, a similar being that appears in legends um, on the northwest Pacific coast, and it too was cannibalistic. However, it was characteristic uh, characterized as an enlightened with ancestral insights, so it was more mystical. Yeah. So, kind of like the you know the different legends you hear of like the great forest god, which also goes under several different names. Yeah. So it could just be like a mixing of those two stories. Yeah. Or it could be their their love child. Well yeah, yeah it could be that too. But child. Yeah. The love child of the Wendigo and the forest god. Is a butt child. And and the butt has, a, has an eye for a butt. Yes. Watch you, watch you, I don't think that's what it is. 
but I don't know. You know, I'm not an expert here. Yeah. So, so, uh, Wendigo uh, continues. There's continues to be stories of Wendigo. There's still uh, uh, groups of people who adamantly believe uh, that the Wendigo exists and to be mindful of it. Um, and this story has been around for longer than Grim, have been around. Grim sound yes, what agreed. found the sound of what the Wendigo sounds like. You want to hear that? Okay. Okay, hold on. Let me see if this will work. You hear it? Yeah. And now I want to drink some tea. <laughs> That's funny. I just have now decided Grim must be a Wendigo. Dean, tea's done. Tea's done. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, Scott, go. The the tea's done. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> fries are done. Dang, fries are done. Dang, fries are done. Yeah, what Daniel said. I work at Burger King, making after bars. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking video. Jesus hadn't seen that in forever. Um, Jesus hasn't seen it in forever. Why do you know what he's seen? I mean. Uh, I showed it to him, so I hadn't showed it to him in a while. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the Wendigo. That's uh, that's fun. I told you we could get some time out of that one. Yeah, like, I, it's a, something I've been fascinated with because I've heard so many different tales and representations of it that are all very similar but still have their own differences. And even with the psychosis being developed from it, where, you know, there are many different people that either uh, suffer from the craving of human flesh or are just terrified of the idea of potentially coming becoming a cannibal. Yeah. I, 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 you know, it's this is the thing again where, like, you did a thing but now you need a thing to blame the thing that you did on. Yeah, true. Yeah. So uh, I didn't kill them. I was possessed by the Wendigo to kill them. Yeah, and they say like people that ate human flesh would become a Wendigo, but it, they're probably already crazy to eat human flesh in the first place. I mean, they're not all crazy. Some of them are really good, upstanding citizens that don't do anything <laughs> wrong and like possibly me. run like a- me very successful slash slash not successful group of actors and performers. <laughs> that sounds a little familiar. It does. Mm. That kind of hits home. Come yeah. on, scurvy. Oh! <laughs> yeah, See, funny. I told you she was yeah. a Wendigo. Uh, Do you hear that? Did you hear that? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> this, uh, this stays in the trend of we continue to do cryptid podcast and try to disprove that uh, Grim is in fact that cryptid. Yeah, right. Most what of the, the time, fuck? Uh, pinky, pinky. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like after tonight, I'm That's I'm leaning heavily towards the Wendigo <laughs> side, but before then, I was convinced she was a banshee. I, oh. I think I might be a banshee. Oh shit! Grim is a banshee. I'm a banshee. Grim is what? Hey. A banshee and a Wendigo had a baby. <laughs> it's a grim. Right, grim. There's like uh that 
you, you brought up Banshee, and I, I want to like say one thing about that just because I saw it uh, in, in doing some research. <clears throat> there was a cryptid of Florida that was a Banshee or a Banshee-esque kind of cryptid, um, but scientists like kept trying to find out what this thing actually was. And it was like been reported for hundreds of years, and then they finally found it, and it was a salamander. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like a massive salamander, and it would make that screeching sound. <laughs> Hang on, guys. Um, just really quickly. Uh, I don't want to alarm anyone, but I'm hearing Wendigo sounds in the studio. <laughs> And I'm, I'm a getting, salamander, and I'm getting hungry for human flesh. <laughs> so if we have any any taco flavored humans, <laughs> any I think all humans are taco flavored if you had the right seasoning. Okay, they don't have to specifically be Mexican. Good. So that's the Ooh, end of that yeah, one. Yeah, that was the. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Anything Good podcast. Guys, Wendigo, before we wrap this bitch up. I think that we've said all we can say about it. Uh, I'd like to reference, I'd like to pitch the next one as well. Uh, I'd like to do the Will O Wisp because uh, we've never Ooh. done that. Um. Okay. Uh, have we have, done that? No, we haven't done that one. Uh, I do have uh, two more. So let's see. This today's the twenty eighth. The 29th we'll do Will O Wisp. The thirtieth we will do Baba Yaga. Ooh. And uh, the thirty first we will do uh, five minutes on Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, five minutes on Skinwalker Ranch. Okay, I'm down. I watched. That will be our, our Halloween episode will be the Skinwalkers. So That's... we can all try to get professional at speed talking. So yeah. we're going to be recording that at 2 o'clock in the okay, afternoon right. on Halloween before we go out to haunt. Yeah. Well, no, if it airs the 31st morning, it'll have to be recorded. Oh, so it'll be 2 o'clock the day before that. It'll be something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'll guarantee you it won't be good. I can guarantee it'll be rotten. That's all that anyone has ever expected from us. Hope so. <laughs> I read this thing earlier that said expectations. <coughs> That's just disappointment. In, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Stay rotten. Podcast! Podcast! Yes. You were saying something about disappointment? Uh, expectations are just disappointment in disguise. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was like, that's that's deep, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you love it deep. <laughs> are you talking about your butthole? His ear uh, canal. I was actually talking about my hand in a Pringles jar, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Expectations equal disappointment. You gotta let those loot those Pringles at the bottom of the can go. You get your hand stuck in there. Yep. They need to. They really do need to fix the Pringles can. You know, the Pringles can is the same uh, like concept behind an old school coon trap. 
You know that, right? You know how they used to catch coons in Alabama? Yes. That was something else back in the day. Hit them with a Yeah. They used to have, uh, they would take a block of wood and drill a hole into it. And then they put a nail in the way and they drop a nut down in there. And to catch the coons, the coons will come up and try to grab the food, but they wouldn't want to let the food go and it couldn't pass past the nail. So the dumbass, the the way they caught the coons is they wouldn't let go of the food and they would get themselves caught. Can we call them raccoons? I'm just more comfortable with They're that. They're not raccoons, though. That's not the same thing. What? It's Alabama. Everything is abbreviated as short as possible. No, it's still not. It's not even a raccoon. There's, there's coons and then there's raccoons. That's not the same thing. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, my God. There's a difference. Yeah, in there's it. a book called Where the Red Ferns Grow that literally is about that. It's about raccoon. No, it's not. He's a coon hunter, not a raccoon hunter. We're going to have to have a serious conversation. Let's plan that for 2024. <laughs> during my presidential run all right guys thank you guys for sticking around for this uh you guys you guys stay rotten hey wait a minute where are you going stay rotten we already said that get the milk scott get the milk hey scott scott Okay, Daniel, this is where we're saying to stay rotten, and then I'm, I'm ending the podcast. Where are you finished, Scott? Go ahead, Daniel. Thank you, Graham. Stay rotten. Stay rotten. Hey. Matt, say it. Matt, you have to finish it. Stay I rotten. Stay rotten. I miss you. I miss my stay friends. Stay rotten. Join us next time for another episode of Rotten Mornings. <laughs>